Welcome. Welcome to Sex, Lies, and Love podcast. Classroom. That's right, you're in class now because the commandress likes to play teacher. And you consent to being a student. <laughs> Because it makes learning fun, and I like to be playful. If you are new to the podcast classroom, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Hmm. Well, I'm combining two topics into one in this podcast. And I know you are capable of capable of straddling these two very different subjects and following how they intersect in some ways and maybe in your own life. So animal wisdom. Animal totems, if you've ever heard of this, it's when an animal crosses our path. It might be, you might know, I love hawks, I always see hawks. Uh, I know personally owls, they will just land, they will just skim right right across my windshield. like Big white ones quite often and unexpectedly. I have ravens, I see them every day, so they're definitely a totem. And dolphins have impacted and changed my life with their healing presence more times than I can count. And they do have the ability to do that. They are such extrasensory beings and that sonar, their sonic capabilities of seeing in the dark just through sensing and how they work together with a community to hunt and to live and to thrive and to play they are all reminders of the wisdom of that animal and since we're made up of plant and animal which I really think we are (laughs) and the spirit of higher intelligence It's good for us to be connected to the earth and aware of the messages that these wise animals are extending to us when they cross our path. So tonight on my hike, I rounded the corner, heading up the mountain, and there was what I thought was a mountain lion. I stopped. I was like, oh, geez, I need to keep going, but it's right there. What am I going to do? And then it threw its head back, you know, a big feline just, and I was like, is that a bobcat or a mountain lion? So I decided to keep walking towards it, and eventually I realized it was a bobcat, which made me come home and read about the wisdom of the bobcat, because when we see what that energy 
of that animal's teaching us, we can take the message and incorporate it. Egyptians used to have study animals to take on their abilities within themselves to harness their sight if they're studying a certain bird. But it was about the characteristics and how they are really in us and we can hone them through the animal. I also wanted to tease out just a little of one of the confessions and to thank each and every one of you, yes, you, for sharing a confession for going to a vulnerable place with a loving female authority. And for those of you whose ears just, if that piqued your interest, let's say, you would find myhigherkingdom.com to find me hit the email button and write me and say, I have a confession. I would like to give it verbally or I'm going to write it here. You give a first name, your age, and the city or country you live in. You remain anonymous. This is for the well-being of mankind and I'm not joking, I really believe that when we unearth things that we may have shamed, that we may find exciting, erotic, or something, yes, we were afraid of because we were too young and no one could guide us to know better, but we took on certain beliefs around sexuality early in life that may have skewed the direction it went. Or today, we may be exploring parts of our sexuality as a result of not giving ourselves permission to get to really know aspects of ourselves that we would have categorized as shameful or whatever that put it in a box of do not touch. So, back to the bobcat wisdom. The nature of the bobcat is to know that to plan a means of reaching their goal quietly, they take their time. There's no rushing. So they are goal-oriented. And as a spirit animal, their symbolism is patience and tenacity. <laughs> oh my goodness. I could use patience for sure because I can see things before they happen. And then it's like, well, come on. I know this is going to happen. And I can be impatient and 
I need to work on that tenacity. So we'll shift from that patience and tenacity. And it says a strategy. A strategy is key here. Humans need this skill along with a good dose of adaptability for ongoing success. These are some of the teachings of the Bobcat, which makes me think of this confession by uh, a gentleman who was telling me about the first time that he had sex. He was 18 and she was 38. And he had no idea this was going to happen. But she took the lead and he said it was very exciting for him. And that she had started by giving him oral. And, you know, as a teenager, he's thinking, I can't even believe this is happening. And there was a point where he quickly got turned on and then told her, I'm going to, you know, hey, I'm about to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And she stopped. And she said, well, it's my turn. Here's a boy who's never been up close and personal with a whole different type of pussy than the bobcat. And he was very intimidated. Scared, you could say. He did say he was nervous. But she instructed him. And because of her patience, and his tenacity, she got very turned on. And that aroused him quite a bit. That he was pleasing her. He had never been up and close and this personal, other than in magazines and in porn that he had seen, with a female and this close to a pussy. Mm. Yes. Back to the bobcat. So I came home, I wanted to read the wisdom of what the, what's the bobcat teaching me at this point? It went on to talk about the bobcat as an independent nature. The spirit is a perfect helpmate for keeping secrets, which is a reminder that your confession you remain anonymous. So although we're letting any shame out in the open, the secret comes out, but not in a way that it exposes you, but it gives you a sense of freedom and a community that can benefit from hearing or reading what you experienced and how it might motivate them, inspire them, or allow themselves to not hold so much shame around something that happened 
And some of these are just about what happened when they were too young to know why it was so uncomfortable. And it, and it was very freeing just to talk about it. So a few of the points that he had made when he was with her was about her smell. He said, it's, she smelled really good. It was, it was sweet. And I remembered arousing me, as did her witness. She had no idea he was a virgin until he confessed to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he was very nervous giving oral. But with some bobcat energy, we would know just patience and have some tenacity. I've mentioned the pussy whisperer before who can teach by telling men what he has learned because he's mastered mindsets and techniques as well as the importance of listening to and feeling the female to arrive at this precision and the consistency and the pressure she desires. Back to the bobcat, the other pussycat. The quiet time for bobcat spirit is one of introspection. This is when the unseen world meets here and now. Each human has many levels of self that remain unexplored. The bobcat encourages this exploration. I am far more connected to the bobcat under that framework than I realize. While the bobcat sounds imposing like all felines, he has a love of play. (laughs) When the opportunity arises, they will roll and romp. Mm, I love that with the best of them. Here, bobcat reminds us that play is very important to our inner child's well-being, let alone our stress. Shamanic traditions consider Bobcat a very wise, an ancient soul who is often attracted to other souls, other old souls in the earth plane. I have to say, I do have some old soul friends here. Mm-mm-mm. So, Back to the other pussy and how this female continued to guide him and 
and how it taught him a lot on his first sexual endeavor. And the way he described, he brought up the smell a couple of times and, and how also, um, how his tongue felt on her pussy. He said it was like eating steamed okra. <laughs> so that also indicates how keen our senses are. You may find that you're very attuned to smell. That that is a driving force. And in this case, the feeling of his tongue. So when we realize we like the smell and the taste or the sounds of things, we might not realize how arousing or that our sexual arousal is so wired in these specific areas. I love verbal communication and the psychological, the mental engagement. And I'm very in tune with smell, so I don't like cologne. So it's good to know these things about ourselves sexually. It's like our animal qualities. That bobcat had a keen sense of hearing. He would stop and look into the grass and I would freeze because he was going to hunt and he would pounce. But it was the sound. And when you spend a lot of time in silence, that's with no TVs or screens full of non-stop images and sounds. It's silence. It tunes in our senses. It sharpens them. In fact, this goes on to talk about bobcats prefer the dark. This gives the bobcat symbolism and meaning that tie to the night. Darkness requires we know our surroundings and use our instincts by extending our senses we can see what most do not I love when we harness and refine our gifts it takes practice. This is why developing our emotional, our physical, our mental, and our spiritual well-being because refining requires these four tires, these four pillars to be grounded, mounted, checked on, 
imbalance so that we can harness and refine and fine-tune our gifts. As this young man was doing at 18, we could still call him a boy, he was learning new skill sets by licking and listening, not diving in there like a wild animal just going crazy for that smell and that scent, that taste and that touch and that overriding arousal that was driving him wild. He tamed it. Didn't get all greedy and selfish and out of control, thinking she's going to love this as much as I do. And a lot of times, men are going for things in the way they would want them or in the ways they enjoy it. That's why you slow your game. The patience of a bobcat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Other common reasons the bobcat comes into our lives include when you feel in the dark and hesitate to trust in your instincts. Bobcat reminds us how important that is. Finally, Bobcat's spirit often appears to those who are about to begin a new life cycle. This speaks to me. Teaching others important life lessons could be your new life cycle. These are of a very practical nature, but as the saying goes, common sense is rarely common. (laughs) That's a tough one for me. And I can tell you, I'll call myself out, that I have felt frustrated, gotten short, and even angry when someone close to me hasn't picked up on something that to me was common sense. It's so obvious. You don't need knowledge from any book to tell you, hey, I that text that came through, it meant to say text instead of test. I'm not good at testing. Oh, I didn't know what you were saying. Come on. Texting. It's common sense to what it was supposed to, you know, yes, I need to work on that in my, on myself because common sense is really common is a good thing for me to remember. This shift may include taking on students or it may just be walking your talk in such a way as to inspire others. That is the Wisdom and blessing and teaching of the bobcat, all very applicable to my life. (laughs) 
And therefore, that's who came into my life, the Bobcat. To hear more of that confession I was sharing, you be sure to pre-order the book when I get done with it. Because your confession is going to be in there. And so many others. In the spirit of opening and connecting with one another and an emotional and mental, physical and spiritual well-being, I thank you for coming to class today. If you'd like to reach out to the commanders, find my com and send me an email. Let me know if you'd like to record a confession by writing it to me or by speaking to me on phone and I write as you speak. I need details. I need 15 minutes of your time. And you you remain anonymous. No last names. Your voice matters. Mm. I care. I appreciate you. Thank you. Class. Dismissed.